We're starting now. Good oh. lord. <laughs> oh, am I jumping the gun? Good I'm, heaven. I'm I mean, like, you, you come in like a bull in a china shop. Yeah, like, boom! Like a goat on fire. Good lord. Oh, yeah, well, I'm so excited. <laughs> I mean, the invite. You can tell. Yeah. You're so excited. <laughs> Daniel Camarena. Down I mean, in. That was a very quick, you know. Putting yourself in the same level. Yeah, good heavens. Professional baseball player. Oh, I, think, I mean, the guy walks the farmer's insurance. He might as well be a farmer. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Daniel would probably put me on the same level, too. There we go. Well, you, yeah. might, you might have to meet him first. I would. I would love to meet him. Welcome. Actually, I have, I have met him. <laughs> Welcome to Sports Banter, Super Bowl edition, season two, episode seven. Yo-ho. With Mr. Peanut. The polar bear. And we brought back Doc Downey. Yes. Thank God. <laughs> Affirmative. Affirmative. I am here. No questions. How's no. it going, Doc? How are uh, we doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you again. Of the course. Invite. Good yep. Lord. I, I appreciate Wouldn't it. Wouldn't expect anything else. We yeah. don't have, you know, the greatest of uh, chair setups for you, but as long as you're in the building, I guess. That's you know it. what? It's a bar stool. The man knows what a bar stool feels like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm upright, fellas. <laughs> so as long as I'm upright, I can uh, participate in... A sports and, manager, he, so. and if he gets bored, he'll just lay in the bed. <laughs> right, you actually yeah. contemplate that as you walked in. But comfortably sitting on the bar stool, if you haven't caught up with Doc's current events, he was uh, at the Farmers Open, a very integral part, some would say. You know, last day I had uh, John Rum walk with John Rum, number one golfer in the world. How do I get in on that? Uh, you don't. You gotta walk eighteen <laughs> holes, dude. I'll walk eighteen holes. I'll hold your beer while you're walking eighteen <laughs> holes. I did get a beer out there, by the see, way. See, see. Yeah, uh, I, I did sneak one in, but yes. So I did. Uh, so that was my thirty seventh year of uh, volunteering at the farmers. So what do you so, do? I mean, I these walk, people don't know, you know, your lineage. Well, it's called know. a standard beer, but I walk with the players, and I have their song with their names. And their score, so that people who are at holes that don't have one of the electronic scoreboards, they can see who's coming, and then they can see what their score is. Do you also change the score, or is someone walking with you that'll change the score no, for you? No, uh, yeah, I change the score. Oh, well, sooner or later it's going to be electronic, <laughs> but I mean, I was going to say still, that yeah. might be a position well, that's eliminated in your future. No. <laughs> yeah, depending I, on how well you did out there, I don't know. Oh, I'm a superstar. Yeah. Well, I basically get out of everybody's <laughs> way is what I try to do. Um, but yeah, See? I've had some great guys. I've had like Tiger Woods. Yep. Um, a couple of times, actually. Tiger was very magnanimous, very nice guy. Tom, you know, in the old, old days, Tom Watson, Jack mm-hmm. Nicholas had those guys. Uh, the younger group, Jordan Spieth, um, John Rahm, who was fun to be with. Uh, Justin Rose, who won the Olympics a couple of years ago. Anyway, yeah, so it's kind of a random draw who you get, but uh, I usually end up at least one group of really good players. And the cool thing about it is you get to get inside the ropes, and you're right behind the players. Basically, you're walking with the caddies for the most part. Yeah, so you're a part of that like team. Yeah, you know that that uh, specific team. Yeah, under the under right. the ropes, as you put it. Right. <laughs> so you got three golfers all day long, eighteen holes, and so it all depends on who you get. But there, I mean. They're all phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean just yeah, being... Phil Mickelson, I've had him yeah. numerous times. They're Uni all alum. phenomenal. Uni alum. Uh, so it's yeah, just so a when blast. you retire, just shoot your, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take over for you. Was that... <laughs> Do you when possess you the skills necessary? I don't know. I mean, shit, I'll... That should be your I'll first... be a bodyguard for people. <laughs> Maybe that's a better role oh, for you. Oh, wow. All right. Because you actually have to be able to do some math. Like, right. if a guy has minus <laughs> wow, six... Is... Jesus. Yeah. Just coming at the neck. That's right. Good heavens. <laughs> but there's a lot to be discussed today outside of, of Toy Pines. And this is Super Bowl edition, man. We got a lot to unpack. Bengals, Rams. What a bizarre matchup. But uh, I, I think a solid ending to a historic playoff season. God, playoffs were phenomenal, I weren't know. they? Yeah, they were. <laughs> I mean, the best. Truly amazing. Best ever. Yeah, so, I mean, going into this game, obviously, Polar Bear, you're a big Rams guy. He's wearing, oh, you know, right. ra- yeah. literally Rams blue. Oh, that could God. be, you throw an L.A. horn on that, and we're talking <laughs> Rams City. Good I heavens. wish people could see that. Well, so, you know. we know where you're going with it, but. 
Well, how the fuck do you know where I'm going? I will jump uh, in I don't know us. where I'm going. I'm going with the Rams. <laughs> please tell us. Oh, you're going with the Rams. I'm going with the Rams, but I think this Super Bowl, there's there's a lot of different stories within oh, this yeah. game. I mean, you have Cinderella's story of, you know, the Bengals just coming from nothing right now. Then you have Joe Burrow and that just leading that charge. But then again, you know, I've talked about it for the past couple of episodes is just Matthew Stafford's story in the NFL to come out and come to the Super Bowl and bring the Rams to the Super Bowl. And I just think, you know, it's hard for me to say I want the Rams because I want, I'll be honest, I would love to see both teams win. Well, I think that point is how great the playoffs were. It would be amazing if it ended in some type of, you know, historically close yes. back and forth. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I, I don't think either one of them have won by more than a field goal, have they? Well, has anybody? I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, all the games seem to go to OT or the guy either makes a field goal or misses it to win the game at the end of the game. I mean, every game. That meant like KC, Buffalo. I mean, what a game. Yeah, I know. So, that yeah. could have been if that's the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah. dude. I'm in. Oh, that's, yeah. oh my god, I was. I never yeah, wanted I, that game to end. <laughs> oh my god, it well, almost I, did it. I think with the Bengals too. I mean, there were a couple games in the playoffs. I think I I can't remember the game off the top of my head, but where the Bengals and I even texted you. I go if they keep field goals, will not get them through yeah. the playoffs. And that was the, ra- the opening round. Versus there you the go, and the and it got them through to the playoffs. I mean. Again, points on the board or points on the board no matter what. You know? Right. Okay, so you're taking the Rams. How do you see that path to victory? Going? I think... I, Heavily on the shoulders of Stafford is a defensive... I think the whole game's got to be tits from the Rams. I think their ability to... I think Matthew Stafford's definitely can't throw a pick or two, which he's going to do. I think if he does, that's got to get dialed in very quickly. Um, you know, I was thinking about this a couple days ago, and I'm thinking, Eric Weddle's playing for the Rams. What's going on? <laughs> he was coaching Pop Warner. I know. Yeah, I know. That's... I mean, he's a good... he's still in great shape, so that's that was not the the thing. Well, but he was coaching Pop. He like he was not even involved. Well, in I think he's... he would be the first coaching. one to tell you. I think I uh, should not be here. One thing <laughs> he read, he was on the phone with the Rams, and he was saying. I'm the best guy you can come up with right now. <laughs> like a, you he's said, a he's on the cool sidelines of the yeah. well, and, Pop Warner field. And to that point, I was starting to think of how you know the Rams' defense is going to be played with that, and then I start getting really analytical in my head. And I go, it's actually pretty nice that you have Weddle back there, who's a very you know veteran player. Yeah. He's very smart. He understands. He can set your chess pieces. Right. And then you know I'm thinking, okay, well, what happens if? Someone goes deep, that slow-ass guy is not going to catch him, and then you have Jalen Ramsey, and it's like, you know, right. you kind of have those two on two guys on the same side if you want, and you say, hey, look, Jalen, if you get beat, I'm going to try and help you, but I'm going to set everyone else up for you. So I think... I, Weddle I, made, like, nine tackles last game. Yeah, you can still obviously do I it. I mean, so he can, but, he can definitely bring it. So. And he wants to be... I think he... And, and to that point, I think he also wants to show, like, hey, I'm here to... Put an effort in. Yeah. I'm not here just to be... And that's a storyline in itself, too. I mean, exactly. there's a guy who had a great NFL career, never got to the the main stage, if you will. And part of that's being a charger, because <laughs> they just don't get to that point. Yeah, no. But, you know, that's kind of another storyline that's coming out. But, you're picking the Rams, I'm going Bengals. There you go. First things first, you know, I've, I've been a very... Uh, and it's hard for me to say Rams. Yeah, no, just to I, let you I know. get it. I mean... Bengals are America's sweethearts. Yes. But I'm going back to my roots of uh, going with your heart here and picking the team that you want to win, which has not worked in the past because most of the time that means me rooting against Tom Brady. We all know how that has uh, shaped out history. Yeah, yeah, you've lost about 75% of those. Yeah. I think the final one where they beat the Rams a couple years ago, I I just switched completely. I'm betting on the Patriots going that way. I've seen this Mm -hmm. six times. I'm 0-6. Why don't we go with the Patriots here? But I'm going Bengals, and I think my main point here is Bengals got to start quick. That's going to be the main key versus that Rams defense because you got obviously Aaron Donald's going to be a key factor. And if they, you know, let's say the Bengals receive and they come out three and out and yeah. a couple of sacks, the thing that changes the dynamic of the game. But 
if the Bengals come out and, you know, run their offense and get some points on the board early, then they're settled in. They've had some plays that worked, and they can kind of fraction their game plan off of that. Yep. So I think the blueprint's set for them of how they've won games in the playoffs where if you can stay within striking range, not so much last game, but mentally they were in striking range if they never conceded. And what we were talking about with the Tyree Kill end of the half play and they stopped them from scoring, I think that was the catalyst to get them going. So if they can stay in striking range, get some big plays early, I like the Bengals' chances to keep it close. And I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think their defense and how they played, you know, two weeks ago, I think if, to your point, I think if their defense can play like they played that game and got confident and started getting a little chippy, I think that's going to... 100%. I I think that's definitely going to help them against the Rams, and also I think it's going to kind of, it's going to throw definitely a lot more pressure on Matthew Stafford. I mean... Well, I'm an NFC guy. So I always go <laughs> NFC, right? I'm laughing because he always has some sort of moniker about who he's going This is with. where I'm going. And this is what it is. I'm an <laughs> NFC guy this year. So every so I'm right on board with you rooting against Tom Brady all those years until he went to Tampa Bay. Finally got to root for him. So in, in this, so there's two, I would root for the Rams to win, but I think betting-wise, the Bengals Oh, are going to be within, yeah, they're going to be within a field goal. I Every game has been that way, right? Yeah, yeah. And the Bengals' defense is way better than I think we all think I they totally are. Agree. Well, I, I'm, I'm on that point with you. Is I think their defense is very good, and I think as they grow, as they've grown confidence, their their success has shown and how good they are. Yep. And I agree with you with that. I mean, so So Stafford can make mistakes, right? So... We've always talked um, that Goff, when he was a Rams guy, he's going to have one horrible game. Oh, yeah. And it, it's going to end their playoff run, right? One out of three, he's, he's horrible. So they jettisoned him to get Stafford. So Stafford isn't necessarily going to be bad all game long, but he can throw a pick or two. Oh, yeah. Or he can get hit, fumble the ball. And I think the Bengals' defense will keep him in it. Um, what we were talking about. Was He's going to be rushing. I know, I know. The Rams, we were texting about this. The Rams are, and we were too, uh, the Rams are built for this game at, in terms of right. like, the GM has literally yes. put together guys, yes. OBJ, Von Miller, and the way they've drafted, training for Matt Stafford, obviously. Yeah. Like, this is their moment to, you know, prove the GM right. Yes. Like, I put you guys all here because I think you are the team that can and win I think the they Bowl. really truly believe that this, yeah. they're the team of destiny. Right. Well, I mean, look at look at all the oh, trade. Oh, go, oh, oh. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Hold on, big cat. Good lord. <laughs> I don't know where he gets his shit from. Fuck well, I'm knows. saying the Rams are on that side, and the Bengals are the up and coming young team that doesn't know any better, so to speak. I mean, Burrow yeah. basically it's his rookie year minus the you know knee injury from last year, so which is pretty. Astonishing. It's just a difference yeah. of you know the veteran team built for this and the Bengals team going. Hey, we're on a freaking roll right now. We're hot, and I think there's a a type of confidence that comes with that in every game that they've been in, being these close victories and finding different ways to win and stay in the game, and which is why I kind of like them because I think they come in going doesn't matter what the Rams do, it's what we do, and what you were talking about with the Bengals defensively. I, I think it's a battle of which defense shows up yes. more so. Because the Rams' D is stacked. I mean, there's no other way to put it. So if they just take control of the game and Burroughs has no ability to do anything and Joe Mixon has no rushing attack, then the Bengals are going to look completely different than they looked the rest of the playoffs. But the, the same goes for how the Bengals' defense plays. So it's a very interesting matchup defensively as well. So I've been way off on this before in Carter <laughs> Super Bowls. <laughs> But I'm thinking this is going to be a close 20 to 21 or 2017. It's something in there instead of, I think the over-under is like 48. So it's, it's oh, up I love there. that. Yeah, I so that's the way up that. there, yeah. in my opinion. Because, again, I don't think there's a lot of credit for the, for the Bengals' defense. I think there is a lot of credit for the Rams' defense. Right. And, and they're one of the reasons that they're there. Not so much their offense, but their defense. 
but the Bengals, I think, hang right in there on, on defense. Yeah, this isn't the, the game that our fans want to see. Turn off the lights. Turn yeah. off the lights. So, I don't know that we were going to talk about this, but have you seen the difference in officiating in the playoffs mm. versus yeah, the Yeah, I think I said season? that to you. The playoffs are like, okay, fellas, I mean, if it's if it's a foul and it's big enough, we're going to call it. But if it's something holding away from taunting, you know, in the middle of the field, like the Bears, all that nonsense, <laughs> like no, we're not, we're not yeah. doing that. We're well, not going to take it. the game. Why don't, why don't we? I, I'm an official. Why don't we do that all season long? It would make the games so much more enjoyable. Oh, yeah. The playoffs. Like, when's the last time we talked? To, other than the the Bengal throwing the ball when yeah. he, when the whistle blew, yep. and other than that. Uh, inadvertent whistle. We haven't talked about officials on. Any I totally of this agree, stuff. and I think it's been awesome. It's either an emphasis on what you're saying of like the officials and the association going. We don't want to be the reason for a win or a loss. It should be every game, like hot water, right? Or it's yeah. just human nature where what you're talking about. The refs get together and go, "Look, we want the best team to win. We don't want to be the deciding factor of this game, which is not what we saw in the regular season. It was driving me insane. No, I driving know. us insane. Yeah, that." These penalties in the fourth quarter, especially, are deciding. Oh my deciding... god! This defensive holding on the five yard hold, like you could literally every play. There's a yeah. there's some sort of thing more than five yards up. You call it every play. So how about calling none of it? Well, I think I, I, <laughs> unless unless you know unless you grab it, a unless it affects the play. And yeah. I think I think to that point is I think <clears throat> as we get into playoffs, I think it's less of. Hey, that was a foul, and we have to, we have to, we have to call. We it. have to take action. We have to take action. Where now it's like, look, we're gonna, we're gonna meet wherever we want to meet. We're gonna talk about it and go. Look, we're not gonna call it. Well, you know what it does? It allows the fan to see which of these athletes is at the top of the class. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, that, is it, uh, it's the Jamar Chase's, it's the Cooper Cups, it's the how good is Matt Stafford, how good is Joe Burrow. Then we can see, you know, and like if a. Uh, if the game was officiated differently, maybe the Bengals' comeback doesn't happen. You I know? agree with maybe, you. Yeah. Maybe they throw a PI, a 50-yard PI penalty that puts the Chiefs up 35-3. Then, you know, nobody wants to see that shit. And not that they're, like, allowing penalties to no, exist. It's very consistent. But no, I, but if it's minor versus blatant, that's, right. that's a huge thing. And Did it affect the play? And yes. they, there's definitely been a main huge difference of how the regular season has been officiated versus the playoffs which yeah i was going nuts regular season i mean the taunting bullshit who knows what's being so said as an out official, there but... like you never you never get chastised for what you didn't call it's almost impossible yeah because yeah. like, you can i mean you know really you can always say well i didn't see, see it that it. way yeah. i didn't see it. my angle was different whatever but where you end up in trouble is calling stuff that may not have any effect right. on the play. Well, when you see the replay as a fan and you're going, oh, my God, really? That's what drives me nuts in the regular season. Especially, like, roughing, like, yeah. roughing the passer where the yes. guy, like, holds up and they still call it. And you're going, what the? What are but we that's, doing? But, I, but I, that, to your point that you said earlier, it's, you know, it's implementing the rule and we're going to show the fan base in the league that, this is our time to show you that you can't do it this way because we're going to throw a flag. Mm-hmm. And then playoffs. Maybe that's it. Yeah. And, and that's what I, I, I love that point that you brought up. It's like, well, playoffs, it's like, well, these guys should have it by now and, you know, just let it go. And again, to your point, Doc, is I'm, I'm happy with a blatant flag. I mean, if it's totally just right. that is a flag, right. I'm all for it. But it, if it's advantage, it, no advantage, right? Exactly. Yeah. We talk about it a lot. Let them play. Mm-hmm. If it's totally like i'm grabbing the guy and he can't move anywhere that is what you don't want to see is like a big third down stop and then just like general back and forth shit talk turns into a first down yes. for somebody yeah it's like look if he's got to say something totally very egregious yeah or hit a guy in the mouth yeah the last like 20 seconds of like, the game we don't want to don't give a team a first down and a chance to score because i mean they don't even have to get that far to no. be in field goal range these days so you know just giving teams more chances to score in the playoffs stay away from that which they have so that's been nice 
Well, I didn't mean to get off on that track. No, I, like but I think it is. No, a big it's something difference. that needs to be brought up it because it's, you know, we've talked about it a lot. Yeah. Do you know who the head ref is for the Super Bowl? Um, I don't. I don't either. But don't look at me, the way I that <laughs> I, they they're graded every week, so it's like this is the top. And usually, you know what? Super Bowl officials have been phenomenal in the years past. I can't uh, remember a Super Bowl that came down to like. A bullshit PI. Well, except or, for like New Orleans, where the well, that was the <laughs> NFC Championship. That was egregious. Yeah. That was one where they they didn't make the call and they right. did. Well, that, that was bad. Yeah, but in terms no, of Super Bowl, you know, I should look at. The, I mean, the the crew is said so. But the last point on the what to expect from the Super Bowl, it's just going to be what key players come out to play and put themselves in the MVP of the game race. Obviously, it'll be Burroughs or Stafford, probably. But if you can get a big game from Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup's been phenomenal this year. Really? Um, he's open every freaking four. Yeah, he's open. Jesus, I've never seen a guy. I'd love shout to see out, him get the MVP. Shout out to uh, Ryan Downing, who brings up, how is Cooper Cup open all the time when he's setting records all over the place? <laughs> he's infuriated. I've been He catches 15 balls a game. And the 16th and he's pass, still open. he's wide open. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's like, he's not that yeah. fast. Hey, guys, so. maybe we should cover him. You know, just a thought. Maybe triple team the just guy. Just a thought, guys. And both Jesus. receiving cores on these teams are great. Yeah, I, mean, I completely Bengals, agree. you got Chase, like I said, Higgins, Boyd. So those are three solid options. And then you got Mix in the backfield, too. If you get him going, it's going to change a lot of things with play action and just their offense in general. Well, he can catch out of the backfield. Yeah, too. he's he's a lot better than I thought. Yeah, I agree with you. I think yeah. he's he is kind a of phenomenal shown, running back. Yeah, I think he's shown the NFL like, hey, you he's, know, he can elevate his game as the game gets bigger. Yes, and I, I I think to that point is that's just the trajectory of what the Bengals have brought this yeah. season. Is you know, I think point. I mean, look at we talked about it in the beginning of our season with. Uh, Sports banter is the Bengals are a huge question mark. They've got who do they have and where are they going to go? That's a polite way to put it. We and put them in last place. We did, and <laughs> and you know what? That unknowingness of us as fans has shown them like we don't need to worry about that. And you know? to your point, I think each game in the playoff they've elevated their level of play. Yes, as well. yes, they could have gotten they have. their ass blown out versus the Chiefs, and they stayed with it. Try to get points on the board. Try to get stops where they could. That was an amazing game. And then eventually, it's like they are right in this thing. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, Chiefs are favored by like seven or eight or right. some, and it's like, oh man, this is going to be brutal because Chiefs just beat the Bills, who are probably the second best team. Right. And then Cincinnati just kind of hang like you like you wouldn't really like a little move. pestering little brother. Yeah. I'm chilling here. I'm yeah, right you here. wouldn't I'm really right know they're in the game like Relatable. they're not out of it. <laughs> Because they they can score every once in a while, but they didn't score a lot. They didn't do a lot, and all of a sudden, they're like, "Yeah, they what happened?" Yeah, it's like, "Oh shit!" Now they're ahead. And my, yeah, Mahomes is going, "Holy shit!" Like I got I got beat at home. But I guess that's a good example, right? Is I think to a lot of people, that's essentially you know Kansas City on paper should have won that mm-hmm. game, and. On paper, going into the Super Bowl right now, I think a lot of people are looking at it, looking mm-hmm. at it as the Rams are going to win this game. Mm-hmm. That to me, that's not how I'm seeing it. I'm even though I'm choosing the Rams, I'm honestly choosing the Rams for these specific reasons. Is I want to see Matthew Stafford succeed by winning a Super Bowl with the Rams and telling the Lions to f off. You, know, you guys ruined it. <laughs> And then just again, it to well, me. Well, Lions have ruined many a career. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> they they got Barry Sanders to stop playing. Oh Tom yeah, Johnson right. To stop You're playing. But, <laughs> but but also, I mean, Odell Beckham. A lot of people yeah. wrote, wrote him off. A lot of people have written off. Just a lot of, you know, Von, I mean, I even said it about Von Miller. Like people kind of wrote Von Miller off, and I mean, look at Eric Weddle. I mean, he was retired. That mm-hmm. whole team is kind of just. They're here for this purpose. One, like maybe. <laughs> The last hurrah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think so with, for, for Matthew Stafford, Stafford. No, I agree with that. Or, or but Odell, team. but, I mean, Vaughn, I could see just being like, I'm done, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but you never know when you're going to get hurt, too. And, you know, exactly. That, this could be your last time out, right? OBJ, OBJ was hurt for a while. And, and he was, I mean, basically emotionally hurt in yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, main factors of the team, I think... <clears throat> Matthew Stafford's huge, but I think the receiving core for the Rams 
needs to come out. I think, you know, Odell, Cup, you got I, Van Jefferson, who's had yep. an exceptional season. I think getting those guys extremely well, involved. Well, he sucked for Doc's demons in fantasy, <laughs> but okay. Well, he's going to the Super Bowl, Doc. You want the whole thing. Not, right. <laughs> Although I did win my fantasy league. Exactly. Oh, there you oh, go. Yeah. Oh, so retract the statement, oh, yeah. Doc. You won the league. You're not allowed to bitch about wow. it. Wow. Wow. Well, Van Jefferson was not part of my uh, Man, Super look at him. Yeah, that, that was crazy. That was deep. He's, that was deep. You know, it's been it's his first win in like 25 years. Yes. And he's the commissioner. Yeah, so Dan I think Jefferson contributed just, to that. Just, I'm gonna let you no, know. No, he did not. It's just <laughs> nothing for me. It's just instinct for him to continue to like bitch about it. But at the end of the day, it's like you won. Yeah, you won yeah. though. You just find it something right, Bart. Let, let it go, man. Let, let it go. I've been so used to like complaining about you know things out of my control. That, hey, this is about the circle, not you and fantasy. Well, when I had Amon Ross St. Brown. As my wide receiver in my Super Bowl game for the Detroit Lions. Oh, uh, there you go. Oh, yeah, man. He scored like 30 points, and then it he was... picked up Rashard Penny. Man. San Diego State. Right. He scored 30 points. Right. Boom, boom. One, two, punch. Suckered him in. Right hook. Left cross. Kid was out. He's out. Well, I know what you're doing on Sunday. Over the Super the, Bowl party, man. Coming over to the Downing Oh, uh, yeah, because I'm really worried about my spread because I remember last uh, year. That's right. Yeah. No, no, no. I, that's no, right. Yeah. No. I was gonna... a little worried about inviting him, actually. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll come in with my checkbook going, all right, what do we got here? Beep, 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 beep. No, he'll eat his Jersey Mike's in his car. And, and then, then I'll come inside. And that's right. And then if he sees a sandwich on the table, he'll probably leave. Uh, no uh, sandwiches. You said no sandwiches. That's right. Don't worry. I'll bring food. Don't worry. I'm, I don't come empty-handed. Okay. So, well, don't bring sandwiches. Okay, no problem. You're the Super Bowl party host. Let's get a little insight of you know what that entails. Because you already walked in here going, I've been doing... doing my week my, is Super Bowl yeah, week. Two weeks of work. Oh, yeah, no. This, so, is, uh, this is big time. The floor is yours. I mean, I've been coming to that party for a, a very long time. But well, you were born. And it does, not, were born. Disa- it does not uh, disappoint. I will say that. There you go. First... Uh, First entry for you. Well, I'm, I'm you a recording? little nervous. Yeah, we are. Oh, okay. Come on. Oh, I didn't know you were good. Hey, I'm a, you know I'm quick here. Okay, I'm quick to the draw, right. baby. So, so the first thing you got to do or got to know is that I don't invite anybody. So, if you have been to the party before and if you liked it, you're welcome back. Look at okay? that. Okay, you don't need any invite. There's consistency. Just there. show up and you're welcome into the front door, right? There we now go. we have a couple of new invitees this year. Um, so I, you know, hope they come and bring in their significant others. Uh, so that will be fun. Uh, but I don't invite anybody. That's, uh, the woman's job. She takes care of all the Evite nonsense. And so supposedly we have 32 people coming. If we have 42 or 22, I don't really care. Okay. 100%. I am. I feel like I had to pen a letter, like. Please, Mr. Downing. Yeah, do, you have any rec- do you have any recommendation letters and <laughs> yeah. Uh, references? Yeah, I feel like I needed references to get in. <laughs> Who do you know here, bro? Well, yeah, well, you know us both. So, so the first thing you got to know about a Super Bowl party as the host is that you're still there to watch the game. 100%. I do not care what any... If you don't like your experience, leave. I mean, I am not going to placate whatever you think you need. Or, oh, Doc, your beer's not cold enough. Or, oh, I wish it... No, dude, take it outside. I, there's wow, people I out there that. who... I already care. love this. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to have games out there. The kid does not play games during yeah, uh, this Super is, Bowl. This is part of my... This well. is, like, serious <laughs> shit. If you're going to watch a Super Bowl, you watch the Super Bowl. You don't go out and play cornhole or whatever. So I totally agree. That's it's out there, but you know it's only for chicks, to be quite honest. Um, <laughs> thirdly, if yeah, the chicks are just lining up for court. Whatever, yeah. whatever you no way. <laughs> whatever you bring, I know I'll stop at three. There's like fifteen, but I'll stop at three. Whatever you bring for food, I'll eat. I don't really. It could be. Uh, grilled cheese sandwiches, right? Mm. Little tomato soup, yeah, absolutely. You want to bring uh, white bean chili? Absolutely, <laughs> I'm in. Okay, but I what I bring is I bring what I want. So I got chicken wings. Oh, there you go. I got onion rings. I got fried pickles. I nice. got chicken tenders, and I got French fries. If you can't make a meal out of that, yeah. you're right. not my. You shouldn't be at my party, dude. <laughs> 
I got two kegs of beer and I got an entire refrigerator full of lights. Okay. Yeah, it's big actually. So, do you have any vegetarian options? Uh, there are carrots All right. and celery that come with the wings. <laughs> there is some sort of vegetarian. Uh, of course. Oh, yeah, so, but that's not for me. That's not for me it's either. I don't give a shit. Once so, again, like, she like, organizes oh, all this other nonsense, right? She organizes, like, who's bringing the salad? Oh, yeah, we got a salad there. Okay, never touch it. Don't even know what it tastes like on Super Bowl Sunday. As an animal. Oh, my God. It doesn't, like, I'm going to eat what I'm going to eat. I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. And you know what? If I want to take a shot at halftime, I'm doing it. I'm having fun. So that's... Do you sense the seriousness of the setup? Oh, no, this is, this is what... It's a business trip. Let me be honest. I appreciate the seriousness <laughs> of this because... No, you know what? If you get just a flaky Super Bowl... Oh, know, yeah. Like, like, oh, I, I said I'd organize it, but like... Uh, I don't, can you bring some more stuff? What channel is the you know game what, on? You know what, Doc? I mean... What channel is the game on? Yeah. What time does it start? Like, oh, God. Oh, I don't please. get the games. Remember we went to Darren's house for the... Uh, yeah. And it's, I don't get Mass. the games. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Why are yeah. we at your house? Like, I don't get it. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. So, personally... Fire. Here's, yeah, it's fire. Here's my uh, <laughs> mode of... You know, my, my strategy, let's right. say. You got to come in with a plan, first and foremost. If you don't come in with a plan, you're going to get got. Okay? That means missing game time, missing food. Oh, I can't do that. And, look, you got to have a mindset going in. Number one, you come in, wear the betting sheets, most notably the squares. You want to get in the squares early. Square, I agree with you. You want to have options. Not that it means Bring anything. cash. That's Bring the cash thing. Bring cash. Well. That's huge. Venmo probably works, but then it gets all messed up. Uh, did you Venmo so, me? It, it well, because we hand out uh, the end of the day, it's cash. Right. That's right. So you get in the squares early, knock that out, cash in the bucket, on to the next. It's actually figure a out, Don's cooler. Figure out, oh, there you figure go. out like the, the platter. Now you start working around, working around, get you a nice little platter. Don't, you know, get... Too much food because you're not going to eat all that no, much. No. You, you're gonna, your mind's going to eat more than you're going to actually eat. That's right. So you get a little plate, and then you consume a little bit, get your palate correct. Then you find the keg that Doc is uh, graciously suggested, gotten. yeah, or the lights in the fridge. Now you're set. Now you got your food. Your squares are in. We also have this sheet of you know what happens in the game, which I've only won. Just putting zero thought into one time. <laughs> the more thought you put into it, the less likely you are to win. Um, okay, so now all that's set, right? Now this is the key point. Oh. Where are you going to sit to oh, watch yeah. the game? That's huge. That's now I got massive. my chair. Because you, know, you know what the rookies do? The establishment. I'm going to help you out here because you're a rookie coming to the party. All the rookies stand, stand. in the back and they're <laughs> talking about God knows what. It does not matter. Yeah, it's like I don't we're, know what I'm talking we're about. We're here to watch the doing. game. We're here to watch the game. I need a seat that's going to look at the TV. I have all my food. I got my Dude beverage. Heavens. Now I'm settled. If you want to come well, and discuss things, I'm more than happy to discuss. This is, just to jump on this, the standing comment is people that are uncomfortable you know with what what's I mean? going on. But people are yes. like trying to figure out like the niche and trying to settle in. No, no, no. Settle in as you have Take your seat initiative. already. Take otherwise, you, otherwise you end up with the chicks back at the kitchen counter. Right. I mean, and then you're far away from the TV. You don't yes. know what the hell is going on. What you're not a pick? part of the football no, conversation. No, no, no. I understand. I understand. And we got an outdoor TV, right? But it delay. is about a second and a half delay. Oh, yeah. We got about... Mr. Peter knows all about the <laughs> delay. So you can't, like, rely... Like, you're going to know something happened before it happened. Oh, so... Yeah. so the thing that has to that happen... That scared me. <laughs> it's the mentality I'm talking about. You got to be hyper-focused. No, you got to be ready. Because there's getting people, oh, yeah, how's your job? How you doing? Which is great. Love people. But look, there's a game going on here. And plus, I want to hear the national anthem, which is always a production. And I want to see you singing it. Like I want to hear it, game. first and foremost. So let's get the uh, yes. volume up. Doc, volume up. <laughs> That's a key thing. <laughs> Well, um, even the one goes there, yeah. So you can, but at Super Bowl parties, there's a lot going on, so you can easily get in a conversation that's going to keep you away for a while. That's why you find your seat. Well, I think big seat guy. That <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, everything that you guys are talking about <laughs> is exactly how I attack any Super Bowl party. 
You get there early before the game. That's when the conversations are to be had. Oh, yep. Hey, how you doing, Doc? Wum. Oh, hey, how's it going? Job's great. Job's Job's great. Fantastic. Hey, I haven't met you. Yeah, yeah. Just nice to see you. Nice to see you. (laughs) Grab your grub. You sit down. You do your thing. And then, you know, a big thing, too, is timing when you get up to maybe go get another beer. Now, that's a great point. Go get some more food. I mean, that's... That's pretty big. A commercial? Oh, you know, that's that's you got to time it right or you're you're uh, SOL if you and then you have there's also the risk of someone slipping into your seat and then you got to have that conversation. <laughs> I just met you. I I, I we I don't want I wasn't this. going anywhere. Yeah, Are you a guy I, that so let's say your seat gets taken, do you address it or do you let it be? Oh, I'm yeah. going to let it be, guy. I am I'm, I'm more Unless of like I'm a, it has to be a specific you know scenario i'll tell you this if it's a bears game and someone's taking your seat there's a gun somewhere coming out (laughs) in the downing household well luckily you know that's happened once during my existence yeah yeah no i i i think uh you know i think if you got a prime spot you definitely got a leg to stand on to argue a little bit like saying hey but again that's when even uh, even myself will pull a super seat saver you know as i get super seat saver you know wow Never hey, man, if I'm in a nice spot, I'm comfy, I got food, I got a, you know, drink in my hand, I'm ready to go, I'm chilling. But it also depends who took your seat. Oh, if he took my seat, it's, you yeah, took exactly. my seat. If it's, going, if, if it's downing on downing crime, then that's different. If, that's yes. like, you know the code. <laughs> yeah. You don't, I don't if it's, shit to If you. it's anyone that's <laughs> immediately a part of the downing family, I'm going, that is your seat to have. I'm not doing anything. That just means you got a good seat to begin with. Host gets and priority. you should never get up. No. But Downing wants you to... Hey, can you grab me some wings? That's the big thing. Oh, Hey, yeah. can you grab me some wings? Hey, while you're up, yeah. oh, I do that quite a bit. Find yourself a grabber, for sure. Oh, yeah. Find yourself a grabber, especially if you're getting a refill or something, you don't have to move. There's a lot of... Anybody else want anything? Yeah. That's... that's that's. I mean, I've even done that, where someone gets up and says, Hey, can you get me any, something? And then... Does anyone else need anything? Hey, can you get this for him? I'm gonna do you. I'm gonna. <laughs> what do you really need is a catheter. So you can just sit there and pee whenever you want. You don't have to get. Well, I mean, we right. can find we can you find can... you a bucket or something. I mean, that's yeah, that's extreme. That's... That is extreme. I have not done that yet, but I am gonna be sixty-five, but... and it's gonna happen. I'm gonna need one. To that point, though, <clears throat> when we're talking about in the pregame, that's when you get the conversations out. That's also a time where you can. Hey, do you need anything? Yes. Can I get you something? So then when people, are, when you're watching right. the game, they're going, well, he did get me something earlier. Yeah. Or you load so up. So then you're not a total asshole. Or you load up a little bit. You say, hey, I'm right. going to sit down with a beer. Are you drinking that? Do, yeah, as, do is, as many nice things as you can before the action starts, and then they'll remember you. Oh, yeah. Well, the great the news of the downing household is the downstairs TV in the you know, living or family room is there. The food is outside, but the other TV is there. It is literally... Seven steps to go from there to there. See, and that's huge too. Is TV placement that yes, that right. could totally? That I think could, you mentioned that last year. I did. I, it's because if you, it's important. If I got one <laughs> thirty-inch TV and I got thirty people here, I'm going. I'm I'm leaving. That that this is not this is not worth it. Now, if you got a big TV, you got another one close by. You got the one outside for the people that want to go. The women, essentially, what you're saying is go play cornhole. And, Watch the game, quote unquote. But well, that's they sit huge. out there in the little, you know, hen den, and they just click and clock. Exactly. But again, it sounds like I'm not worried about the Downing household at all. No, I mean I've been there this for is many perfected, of parties. My friend, this yes. is perfected. Yes. How many years have you been doing a Super Bowl party? Oh uh, well, as long as Mr. Peanuts. Been, exactly. Yeah. You are experienced. I'm not worried about anything. I'm just worried about what I'm bringing. I want well, to make I think sure it's that's, all right. <laughs> that's another point, though, is I'm not worried about anybody but myself right. in the situation. Uh, that's, yeah. I think, the key is you've got to get yourself right, right so that whatever is going on, you're in it and you've got it. And if shit's happening on the outside and you don't like what's going on, then you've got to change it yourself. Hey, but, hey, Patrick, what was, how are you doing? Hey, hold on, it's second and three, you know? I, well, and I think that's... that's that's the success of the Downing Super Bowl party, is the fact that you, as an individual that's gone new, you know, your whole life, but you don't have to worry about anything. It's just the game. I, there's food. It'll be there. I know it's a good spread because I know Doc. Wom's <laughs> <laughs> well, hospitality will be exceptional. You're just you're there. You're there to focus on one thing, the game. 
the game. And the byproduct As, of that is food and beer. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think what you offer with multiple TVs is sections. Yeah. You have right? the guys that want to, guys and maybe girls, that want to watch the game. This is the game section. Right. Which should be the biggest TV, the largest amount of seats, and close to the beer. There. But yeah. That's it right there. Well, then we've now you those. have your set. Now you have your other sections where it's like the casual watcher, like, oh, it's by the food. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, who's, yes, who's that's playing? Right. What's the that's, score? That's Shut it. up from section one. <laughs> that's and exactly then, the setup. And we used to have the upstairs, you know, the game room yes. where we did one of these, where the kids, when they were kids, they would go up and they'd watch it on the big screen. Get the hell out of the way. Because there's a bunch of, you know, people yipping and yapping. Oh, it's yeah. hard to hear. So they went up there and they were like totally focused on the game. See, that's where I think you should make maybe that like Doc's Club, you know. And as the years just progress, you get, okay, hey, are you getting into Doc's Club? I don't know. I don't know. That could get more chatter going there. Ex- so it might be counterintuitive. But the thing is, though, is that's got its own spread upstairs. You, I mean, you can make it huge. Oh, yeah. No, you could have a whole... Oh, I know, I know. Don't worry, don't worry. I got it. Hell, yeah. yeah. This is Super Bowl. Well, and we talked about golf, of course, which... Right, we gave you a little... We're on the same page. (laughs) We got your little fancy team in there, too. You got your quips. This is definitely a doc-driven episode. (laughs) Yeah, but, well, that's what you get when you invite them on. That's right. Yeah, that's very, very I know. I guess, why am I even questioning what's going on? (laughs) But now we're going to get into uh, your favorite Super Bowl moment to date. Or just a significant thing that you can remember from past Super Bowls that, you know, got your blood going. So for me, it's an easy one. Devin Hester, 2006-2005, takes the kickoff to the house. Absolutely electric. I mean, we're Bears fans here. Obviously, it's been covered thoroughly. Um, I mean, to score on the very first play of the game when, if you remember... During the whole week of the lead up, the Colts are going. We're not kicking to him. Um, you know, we'll just we're gonna yeah. either kick it through the end zone, kick it out of bounds. We're not putting the ball in Devin Hester's hands. So what do they do? Opening, Opening kickoff, kick right? Give kick it, to it right to him. And what does he do? Takes it all the way back to the house. I'll tell you this: that moment, I go. We're winning the Super Bowl. Like this is it. We just won the Super right, Bowl. You win. You get something like that. That's uh, that's yeah, bonus I mean, points. I mean. The momentum, the just unreal, you know, he's on the Hall of Fame ballot too because he's the best to ever do it. But to have that moment happen to your team, unbelievable. And he did it so Devin Hester asked where it was one move and gone. See ya, fastest guy in the field. So from that moment on, I go, oh my God, I'm going to watch my team win a Super Bowl. I think I was in eighth grade. Now it didn't happen to work out that way. <laughs> Rex Grossman. That's all you got to say. But in terms of moments, there's that's the only time in history where the opening kickoff has turned into a touchdown, number one. I mean, how hard is it to return a kickoff? You know, there's like three a year. I don't even want to think about it. Well, they don't <laughs> even do it anymore. And so yeah, that, point. I mean, that moment of being a Bears fan and being at the Super Bowl party with close Bears fans was one I'll remember forever. And the reason that Devin Hester is the GOAT and I continue to wear his jersey. Well, there yeah. you go. Uh, for the polar bear, it's funny because we were talking about it off air, but good old Mr. Peanut thinking for me as usual was uh, <laughs> Seattle and Patriots Super Bowl. I don't know which Super Bowl that was, but I mean, last play of the game, Seattle's driving down. They're on the five yard oh, line. Yeah. Rather than giving the ball to the beast, know, the beast, they decide to throw it, and who's there is Malcolm Butler, correct? Correct. Is there and just unbelievable play picks it off and it's funny because I know I've watched uh, you know interviews after that and they'd been pra- they'd kind of been preparing for this game and they didn't think they'd actually end up that way and he read it right and picked it off right there and I think I don't remember where I was but I remember watching it going man what that's that's how you want a Super Bowl to end right unless you're a Seahawks right, unless you're a Seahawks <laughs> but no. Exactly. Like, as a Patriots fan, you want that to be... That's how you want the game to end. It was the most incredible read of a defensive back to actually see the play. And just just go. I mean, that is so... It looks... It's so much harder than it looked. Yeah, and and I I guess what I was saying is, is just as 
as a Super Bowl ending, the Super Bowl is the top game of the NFL season. And to have it end on a play like that, to where it just... I mean, it, it it's exceptional in that. Yeah, when the entire world is thinking they're going to run the ball to Marshawn Lynch and this game is going to end with the Seahawks winning, and for that completely to fracture your brain. Did you know, they even try to run Marshawn Lynch? I don't even remember even trying. Maybe no, the first I, down? Yeah, I think they did. Potentially, I mean, yeah. I, he scores 10 out of 10 times if they run the ball. Oh, you do four times, you got to score. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. just... So, yeah, that is a great pick. Yeah. I love that. Demons? Well, you know, I've only uh, had one Super Bowl champion in my life, so that'd be the 85 Bears. So a lot of people have, were not even alive then, but they were, um, and they beat the Patriots, which right. is, you know, yeah. even that was prior to the Patriots being who, yes, we, <laughs> who you guys know who the Patriots are. Um, but they thoroughly dominated that game. Their defense was the best by far, um, but they scored 45 points that game, too. So, uh, William, the refrigerator Perry, scored a touchdown. You know who didn't? Walter Payton. Walter Payton. So, I mean, that's kind of a, a backwards. Uh, well, I thought, you had a per- I thought you had a personal one. Oh, you mean a, personal, oh, you mean a personal highlight? Super Bowl highlight. Yes, a yeah. Super Bowl highlight. Oh, uh, so Bruce Springsteen, uh, <laughs> what was that, maybe 15 years ago? Oh, God. <laughs> Yes. So my eldest son, for those of you who don't know, he's a rock and roller. He plays rock and roll. So he's got guitars around the house. So bro, I've had a couple of cocktails. Let's you know, the keg's not too far away. No. <laughs> a couple of beers. Bruce Springsteen comes out. I mean, you want rock and roll? Yeah. Go with the E Street Band. I mean, that's what you do. So he's playing, and so I stand on top of the table in front of the TV, and I'm showing everybody my air guitar, although I got a real guitar. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not used to that because I'm really good at the air guitar. And I jump, and it, the handle of the guitar goes right through the ceiling. And I come down, and it sprinkles all of the plaster, like all over me, right? And so that, my wife goes, oh, my God, oh, my God, you almost hit the TV. <laughs> Good for I know, well, I yeah. did not even come close to the TV. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's right in the I'm center. in the ceiling. Right, but I am in the ceiling. So, um, <laughs> it happened. It's like, oh, well, whatever, man. It's a Super Bowl. You fix a hole in the ceiling, right? So, <laughs> a buddy of mine says, okay, well, within a year, I'm going to, you know, get that fixed. So, his definition of fixing it, which was a day before the Super Bowl the next year, was to get a plaque. That red Doc Downing nailed the Super Bowl halftime show with the E Street Band playing Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> so they had the date on there, and he didn't put it over the hole. He put it next to the hole. That's right. right. So if you ever come to Doc's house, look up in the family room, and there's a hole, and I'll get you the guitar. The handle fits right in the hole. <laughs> That's a highlight. <laughs> That's a huge highlight. I mean. Yeah, so I'm 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 pissed I missed it. Ever since that moment of Super Bowl glory, everyone always <laughs> wonders who's playing the Super Bowl, what's he got up his sleeve, and so this year it's like Dr. Dre Eminem, so he's got nothing. I mean, yeah, he's that's not his scene. How do we know? <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, you're right. right. That's Depends right. On I don't know. IPAs I have. I suppose. That's right. I guess he could start rapping. That'd be a mess. <laughs> do you guys not like planning the, on it? Do you guys like the halftime show? What What's your guys' I opinion do. of that? I, I mean, they go all out. So yeah. it's like, you know, personal concert. They're not going to come up short. Let's put it that way. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm I'm kind of like, I, I get the draw. It's like, hey, you know, it's the Super Bowl. Let's make it big. Let's make it grand. But I'm over here like, you know, it's it's cool. If the band's good, I mean, you know. Well, think I'm, about it this way. If they came out soft with it and there was no oh, bells would, and whistles it would be so loud. I agree with and you. And then I'd have I a problem with that. I at least like that they go all out with whoever is, comes out and they do that. I agree with you there. I guess in my opinion it's just like it could be whoever it they yeah. want it to well, be. Yeah. I don't really care. Right. I agree. And you can watch that on YouTube afterwards, right? So that's the time you're going to get your snacks. You you know, you're reloading. Yeah. yeah, it's a reload time yeah, for yeah. me. This I'm, is when you talk hey, to people. Hey, how you doing? Bye. Right. This is when you talk to people about the first half, what you think, how to yes. go, what's Maybe going Maybe check on. your squares. Who won you know? the square, right? Exactly. Maybe see right. the second half and line so is. Yes, I, yes. I watch it, uh, unless it's somebody I really like, like Bruce Springsteen or 
Uh, who was on the one year? Um, was it Paul the McCartney did a good Paul job. Paul McCartney, yeah. yeah. When he was, I mean, play, I mean, I can. Katy Perry was one year. That's right. Madonna was one year. I mean, those are all like to me. Those are the people that I know, and I know their songs. <laughs> Eminem, yeah. yeah I don't you have know. a selective. I don't group. even know what the hell he's talking about half the time. Full edition of Sports Banter. Look, we're excited about the Bengals Rams. Never thought I'd see the Bengals in the Super Bowl. So, and that's another reason why I'm rooting for them is. Very much like the Bears were rarely in it, as Doc that's so poetically point, yeah. put, 85 yeah, 80. was the last time. Well, that's time they won. I was negative 8 at the time, so <laughs> well, that should put in perspective. Well, and, 89, right? I, something like that. Yeah. But that's another reason why I'm rooting for the underdogs, or maybe they're not underdogs. Who knows? But I'm excited to see what that game uh, looks like. Bengals-Rams, get your bets in. Make sure your Super Bowl party is tits, as McCarroll put it. That's right. Polar bear. Excuse but me. speaking uh, of odds, the odds are coming down on the Bengals, if you've noticed. It was four and a half or a week and a half. Today, it's three and a half. Really? There you go. Yeah. That's so if it gets below three, then you got like a real decision to make. Yeah. That's, that three and a that's half pretty is, huge. is huge. So that's, uh, there's money going in it's, on the Bengals. It's things to consider. But Super Bowl Sunday is a date that goes you know, very <laughs> near and dear to sports banter's heart. And I can only hope that those listening are lined up, know exactly what they're doing, and are not walking in with question marks, because that spells disaster for me. Um, Polar Bear, what do you got for the people? Hey, just, uh, you know, jump in, get on our page, underscore sports banter interaction is going to help this page grow, as if you will. Uh, if you go into our bio, we have our link tree, which will jump you to all of our streaming services which Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, everywhere. That's where we're jumping out to. Also bring you to our blog. And then, you know, just continue to interact with us. Super Bowl is going to be huge. The Polar Bear is very excited to be spending it with the uh, Downing household. Very glad my uh, letters of recommendations finally got me into the party. You know, I, I was tedious, tedious time and time spent. So I'm looking forward to it. Good. Good. It's going to be a good one. But for episode seven, Sports Banter, out. out.